All right, this week on One More Pass, we cover more of the NFL. We talk a little bit of baseball at the top. That was kind of fun. We have some good pod dammits with Carson Wentz. Joey has one shocker yet again about the Broncos. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the Broncos not being my pod dammit. And also, fair warning, my futon story is long and detailed at the end. So fair warning, you can skip that if needed. Yeah. And Rob talks about the NCAA, which is, I think, always a topic for a pod dammit. And then also we talk about Chris Collinsworth's fascination with uh, Russell Wilson, uh, how many times he's probably uh, thought about him in his dreams. Y'all ready to go? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. One more pass. Let's go. All right, welcome back to the One More Pass podcast. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter. Rate and like subscribe it. to whatever podcast platform you listen to. And uh, yeah, it's week 14 for us. And uh, man, it's just kind of gloomy, cold. Yeah, it's not, well, it's not, it's, it's not quite cold enough to make really make it count, but it's just gloomy enough to make you just want to stay indoors. And- yeah. Just curl up. Watch Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> it's like you said, Kyle, with no, uh, you texted this morning about, you know, bringing a hoodie. It's a little yeah. chilly. Don't turn the heat on until, I, I, I'm the same way. Yeah. I mean, Bryn, my wife is like, she wants it to be 90 degrees every day. Absolutely but She's not. like, she, yeah. She's no. like, do you think we could turn the heat on? I'm like, uh, it's 71 outside. <laughs> like we yeah, can. There's not. Let's wait it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only reason why we thought about uh, turning our heat on earlier was because of our daughter. She's almost two and. We're just like, is she going to be freezing in her crib? And then uh, I think she sleeps more like a baby, kind of like us in a cold, dark tour bus, tour bus in a bunk. And it's like, oh, this oh, is man, perfect. I missed that. Yeah, I know. Ours, ours gets, our, ours gets a little ridiculous. Like I've thrown the dad down a couple of times. I've been like, come on, guy. I'll just get out my bunk and just turn it up a little bit. Oh, really? I mean, they'll be like, eh, it's at 60. I mean, I get it. We want it to be cold, but when you've got bus air, Cause you got, what is it? Bus. There's two, the, the two vents yeah. when yeah. they're both just, just blaring ice. I mean, my, I, I usually leave mine shut. That's how cold it is. I like to have it just cold enough that you get under the, the blanket or the covers and it's like, ah, yeah, there's some warmth. But if I put my leg or my arm out, it's kind of cold. Yeah, that's very true. That's nice. Well, speaking about tour buses, uh, Rob, did you work this week with uh, Brad Paisley? Uh, I, again, I, I did not. Was home this weekend. Got but got a little. Got some honeydews. Got some little house projects done. Nice. Watched some football, which I didn't get to do last weekend because I was traveling. But yeah, no, uh, no Paisley train. No Paisley train Damn. this weekend. Yeah. No casino shows. No casinos. God, I'd kill for some fucking casino crab legs, right? Okay, now. if you okay, like if Brad said, "Hey, we're gonna do a Christmas tour, and we're just gonna do all Christmas standards," would you be down? I don't care. I don't care really? if they're playing okay. the, you know. Abba's greatest hits. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like, <laughs> just get me out of the house. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking about Christmas, I have one, I have one thing I have to admit this morning when I was on my way to drop off our daughter to my, uh, to our nanny's house. No, I'm kidding. My, uh, parents. That house. sounds fancy. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> my I kept pair. the nanny. I kept the nanny on retainer. Oh yeah. I kept the nanny on retainer throughout this whole thing. I know we take her over there uh, just a couple days out of the week because you know, I still want to be a good dad and see her every day. But, um, on my, uh, like Apple music, PJ Borden's Christmas album popped up. Like when I first turned on the car, because it goes to a random song. If you, you know, close the app out and I was going to go and just hit next. I'm like, ah, oh, Christmas music. Oh, not yet. But I started listening to him like, oh, maybe it's time. Yeah, I don't know. It takes man. If that's it, what, yeah. It's just this year. It's been a gloomy year. It I'm usually, year. I'm usually very hardcore. We do the tree the oh, day yeah. after Thanksgiving yeah. or maybe a couple days before, but no, like let's turn the Christmas music off. And I mean, my daughter started listening to it like two months ago. Oh, really? They, uh, Opal, my youngest, her birthday's on Monday. And so she's like, I w- let's decorate the tree the day after. And I, I think I went into my, just just kind of hit the repeat button and went into my speech on why we shouldn't. And then my wife just kind of shot me this look. And I'm like, what the hell am I, what, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. I left my house four times in six months. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'll give me something to do. Go into the attic to get the stuff. True. That took 20 minutes. What else am I going to do today? So yeah, 
I, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. But um, yeah, before the Christmas season starts, download PJ Borden's Christmas album. He, I think he released last year or, or the year before. He's the keyboard player for Maroon 5, but he also does his own side, like R&B solo project yeah, that he's, he's won great. like a million Grammys for too. So he's amazing. That's up there with the uh, Michael, uh, the Michael Buble Christmas album or Michael Bubble as my uh, mother-in-law likes to call him. <laughs> so yeah, Joey. Uh, are you able to, are you able to keep a straight face? When she no, says it, no, I mean, she's been corrected, but now it's just a, just, it's just a thing. Oh yeah. Michael bubble. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine. But uh, Joey, were you anywhere with uh, Scotty McCreary this past week? Uh, I was in Chattanooga uh, with Scotty McCreary playlist uh, on my phone in my pocket. <laughs> so we, we toured another, which I didn't listen to. We toured the university that the, my middle daughter's college tour continues. The mocks, moccasins, yeah, YouTube yeah. chat. SoCon, SCS. Yeah. So here's a little something. I didn't realize they, so they play Western Kentucky every year. I, I, for some reason, I thought they were in the, that same conference, but they're not. So when they were doing the tour, we had two guys that were not sports guys. They were like business double majors, you know, so oh. they, they didn't mention football or sports until the end. Somebody asked about, and they said, well, this is our homecoming week, but it's a little bit sad because, uh, our football season got canceled. And I knew they were playing Western Kentucky, but that was, they're playing one game. So they played Western Kentucky. They lose at, at Bowling Green. They did lose. Yeah. All Hilltoppers came back and pulled <laughs> it out the end. And then he said like at the end of the tour, he goes, Oh, I actually just got a text. I guess we're going to have a season in the spring. So, so con maybe okay. that kid broke some news. That's the, I haven't heard about anybody actually saying spring football. We're going to have a season. In yeah. The spring. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. I mean, I guess it makes a little more sense for, for the FBS, but that just seems like a, yeah, I, I, the, the one, the one game was, um, the one game I, I didn't, that seemed crazy to me. Yeah. It's like, so you kind of try to get in shape and then, uh, <laughs> one game come out and we'll play this one game. And uh, I was so excited. I told my daughter, I said, Hey, if they offer like, here's some swag or here's the great trivia question about their, you know, greatest football alumni ever, like, you know, Terrell Owens. And they didn't, he just said, this is the stadium that Terrell Owens built. That was kind of disappointing. Yeah. I wanted and to pull that one out. Of is my, there a Terrell Owens statue outside of the stadium? Uh, well, the stadium is, have you guys been in Chattanooga? Uh, like, yeah. It's a uh, cool city, but the stadium's a little ways away. It's yeah, like actually, uh, that's where the FCS National Championship game was back from. Oh, that's right. At that stadium. 2005 until 2010 <laughs> or 2011 until it moved to Frisco, Texas. Uh, uh-huh. but that was where app state won their three in a row national championships while I was in school there. So I have a lot of fond memories in Chattanooga Yeah, and memories. I really can't remember as well from those nights. Non non memory memories. Yeah. So yeah, no show, but, uh, Chattanooga, we're wrapping up the tour. I'm actually, uh, going to be in Knoxville mm, nice. on Friday. Again, no, no shows. So I just want to get a lay of the land for the venues. So what if, uh, <laughs> So what if uh, you have one daughter at UK, but then you have your other daughter going to UT? How is that going to play out? Is that is that good, bad? You know, I've, are they competitive siblings? Yes, they are. Okay, and it's I I was telling, um, although Go Cats they beat UT for the first time since in Knoxville since '84 yeah. last weekend of football. Uh, and then went on to lay an egg and lose yeah, to they, Missouri this weekend. Was that was yeah. one of the worst football games I've ever watched. But in basketball, it's kind of Kentu- Kentucky's man. so good yeah. at basketball that it's kind of either or. True. Um, my dark horse. I'm kind of pulling for May to choose Western Kentucky. Uh, their colors, the black, red, and white, are pretty cool. Yeah, and they've like, got the best mascot, the Hilltop. Ab- absolutely, Big Red. Yeah. He's awesome. It, it's awesome. And yeah. as, as much as I love orange. I love the Broncos orange. And if she goes to UT, I can, I can handle the Vols orange. It's pretty tough. Like it, the colors it's are Sherbert orange. Yeah. It's not like a Broncos or Auburn orange. Yeah, exactly. It's a little hard. So that's going to be, it's not hard. a very tough color. Yeah. That's been my biggest. And plus, if you hate that team, that color just annoys oh, you more than anything yeah. else. Like when I first moved here, I remember like, well, my team is LSU, but like I can, I can pull for another college team. At least, you know, just have a little, side fanship and i just like i just immediately started going to vanderbilt games there's something about the black even though they were ter- they've been yeah. historically terrible I, you know i always lived close to the to the campus so i could you know there was a, there was a stretch there i lived probably 
I don't know, maybe a mile from the campus. I used to walk over there on some days on game days and just buy a cheap ticket and go sit by myself and yeah. watch the games. <laughs> yeah. And I just, yeah, but that orange, man, I just, I can not get down with it yeah. at all. And their fans are, can be a little uh, sad. Yeah. Well, it's they a, have a lot a, to be sad, a sad about fan base. Kyle, Brown. where were, uh, rumor has it that you were working this last weekend? Mm. I was. Uh, we got a last minute phone call to see if we were available to shoot some live full band content for Mourner Music Nashville. So Michael has some new songs coming out at some point, but he has a new single out. It's called Whiskey and Rain. Go save it on iTunes or Spotify. All the 10 people listening to this. So <laughs> go listen to Whiskey and Rain. It's a great throwback to the 90s. Hopefully that's making a comeback. But um, yeah, we ended up having two days of rehearsal to uh, go through all the new songs. And then we do a video uh, shoot on Friday that's live band that they're going to use for whatever purposes that they want to. So it was just cool to see everybody again for the first time since uh, March. Cause that was the last time we actually played with Michael. And plus it was really weird that like actually had our last set list from, from the last show we played before shutdown. Uh, like whenever I went to go pick up my drums from a place called Soundcheck, this is where we stole all of our gear. If, if uh, nobody knows about that, but uh, yeah, I have the set list and I looked at it and I was like, Oh, maybe Michael can sign it and I can sell it on eBay for like a hundred bucks so I can pay my electricity bill here in a couple months. But, uh, yeah. how, were, how were the, uh, I know you, you had probably, well, maybe not the most, I know you and Rob had both played about 20 times more than I have these past eight months, but how, mm-hmm. how, how are the limbs? How, how was the body? How'd, uh, the you, fir- how'd you hold up? Uh, the first hour was kind of rough. Cause I was just like, okay, I need to configure my, or I mean like kind of get the lay of the land of my kit again. Cause I, yeah, cause like I like to play like, uh, like all the electronic loops live. So trying to do that, then transitioning back to the acoustic drums. I know this is nerdy stuff for people who don't give a shit about this, but, but yeah, like after I, but do that, I mean, after the first hour I actually felt pretty good. So I think just in hindsight, having this long of a break from not playing every single night, well, well I mean like not every single night, but at least four nights out of the week, I, I, I think it's actually helped out my playing. So, so that's good. So we got to see everybody. It all went well. Uh, management came in signed off. It was great. So now we wait until Friday and then back to unemployment. So, but then, but then they, were you super thankful that you're like, that's just so cool. I'm glad that the two guys, the two days you guys picked to rehearse are both football days. Yeah. So I that's really good did, timing. Yeah. I really didn't get, get to watch a whole lot of uh, American football, but our British tour manager, Luke Reynolds, he had the premier league on his iPad. So every single time that there was a goal or something happened, he would he would boost the signal of that in my uh, in-ears <laughs> while we were rehearsing so I can hear that, what's going on. That's some solid brosmanship. Yeah, right that's, there. that's pretty good. Uh, Luke's great. Shout out Luke Reynolds. I love you, buddy. But yeah, I really didn't get to, uh, get to watch a whole lot of football. I caught the pa- uh, Panthers and Saints highlights, which fuck you, Rob. Saints won. Hey, I didn't but, play. Well, well, dude, I know you didn't play, but you're yeah. wearing a shirt right now. It's yeah. kind of, you know, whatever. Uh, it, only, it wasn't, I wasn't, it was a, it was a second thought. I wasn't trying to mock <laughs> you. True, true. I just love the shirt. It's very Can solid. I? But that was a great game though. So, uh, but just, yes, just real quick, since you brought up the, he was giving you updates in yours, maybe you guys could share, maybe we can take a quick minute and share our most dedicated fan moment while we were playing a show or while we were playing our instrument. So, oh man, maybe it was, you know, I've done this before, have the phone, you know, the phone on your little side table or whatever, watching the game. I've done that during rehearsal a lot. Uh, Scotty's actually done it on, he turns around to get a drink by his riser. He's had the phone, the phone uh, playing a game that he wanted to see. Uh, we actually had a, a plus three, which is kind of a stripped down acoustic thing. The Broncos are playing the Patriots probably. Would that be a power acoustic? <laughs> that was a power. Well, yeah. for us, power acoustic is the full band, but just more acoustic. Ah, okay. So this is the plus three. It's important to designate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. Um, What's yours, Joey? Anyway, I, I, it was a, Pats Broncos game. This guy's a huge Pats fan, big Broncos fan. So I just watched the game. Like Scott, it was a radio thing, and you know, like he's gonna care. Go. Yeah, no, he was like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's no problem with me. So I, I during the show, I actually had it on the ground, kind of behind. We were on floor wedges for that show, kind of behind it, and then he would kind of turn around and, and take a glance every oh, really? once in a while. So that one, and then also there was five minutes left to go in a game. We had to play a show, and our guitar tech was I had him, he, I asked if he'd watch it for me. And then he would, he was coming out with like pieces of paper and like when he would do a guitar change, just slide it on the, on the <laughs> drum riser, fourth and one, you know, with how much time's left and everything. And 
So Rob, what about you? I've never done, and you know, I've, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty religious about trying to not stay distracted during gigs. He's a prof- Rob's a professional. Oh yeah. Well, Rob's no, a professional, no, yeah. well it, 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 it's more because I'm, I'm so easily distracted and it's just, I'm always, I don't get nervous before shows. I'm always kind of terrified that I'm going to screw up somehow. And, but I will say this, I, I do remember this was, I remember what year it was. It was that Braves were playing the, the twins in the world series. And I was playing a bar. God, this was so long ago. This is like early nineties. Was that like, was that 91? I think so. Yeah. And it was the game where Kent Herbeck pulled uh, Ron Gant off the, off the first pace. Yeah. And I was, it was a huge screen and I, it, you know, back then screens weren't that big, but it was pretty, pretty good size. And it was close enough to the stage where I could see it. And I got so pissed. I was just, <laughs> I was just ruined for the rest of the night. Um, but yeah, I don't really, um, I've, I mean, I've definitely checked scores on my phone, like between songs and stuff really quick, but I've never ever watched a game while I was playing. Kyle, I've thought about you, it, but I have you, never done it. Are you a pro? Uh, no. Uh, so whatever, uh, Appalachian state, their first couple of years in the FBS, you know, coming out of FCS, I was just super hype about it. So I, guys, it's really terrible to say, but every single night game that they would have that we had a show on that Saturday or whatever, you know, like they play at seven 30, like we go on at eight 30 or whatever. Like I would, I would have my iPad on my uh, little tray stand nice. uh, next to my drums and just have the game going and stuff. And, but then like there was another time, uh, whatever the Cubs were in the world series, uh, Michael's a huge Cubs fan. I know he's from Florida. It, it, it just doesn't make sense, but a uh, huge Cubs fan. But during that world series run, what like that weekend that we were playing shows that they had, Games going on. Our monitor guy, he set up his like MacBook Pro, pointed it toward the stage. Game was going on. And then during like a solo or whatever to where Michael's not singing, he would push up the audio feed from the from That's the inc- <laughs> That is incredible. That's pretty cool. Michael just gained a lot of points. Yeah. That's in, pretty in awesome. my book right totally, there. Like, yeah. I love that. So yeah, like I remember those like two or three shows, you know, like I think they had games on like two or three shows that we were doing and and yeah, it was that. And then yeah, they won. So it was it was quite the party when they did. Yeah. So That's it was awesome. fun. Yeah. Speaking of world, just we just need to take a moment to discuss the ending of that game the other night because I watched it again. That yeah, that bottom of the ninth play where the Rays. Came oh back. yeah, game that would have been that game is four? Th- those are the moments I wish baseball was more like that because I absolutely love that shit. But that was one of the craziest endings. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm a National League guy, but I don't know who to pull for. Like I just, I, I you know, where are they? There is the. Games. They play tonight. It's three yeah. two. Yeah, three yeah two. Dodgers are up. Yeah, I, I, I've always been a National League guy, so I, I've kind of liked the Dodgers. So I kind of want them to win, especially since what happened a couple of years ago with the Astros. Um, but that just—it was incredible. It was amazing. Yeah. Also, smart base running, like on the. Uh, I mean, like who won? The, or I mean, like who scored the winning run? Uh, like whatever that. Um, oh, starts with an A. Yeah, I can't think of his name. It's not Altuve because you know no. he'd get beamed by the ball for playing for the Astros. But, yeah, uh, but you have like, to go take some, the wire off, <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah, like, <laughs> like that was such smart base running just to even, you know, like come down and then like knowing catcher was going to come back and swipe back around him for him to stop. And plus, I mean, like still like being like the catcher didn't catch the ball, obviously, but for him to even just try to just be like, hey, I'm just going to wait a second. Yeah. Because he'll just t- turn his back and then run in. That was just the most insane, yeah. smart baseball yeah, those are IQ. The, yeah, those are the moments great. I live for. That was great. I agree. I, and I saw some of my favorite sports writers and friends I have that love baseball more than anything. Of course, that night, especially everyone was tweeting, this is why baseball is the greatest sport in the world and all those. And I completely agree with Rob. Those moments, some of my favorite sports memories are 1995, the Mariners going on their historic run. Oh, yeah. You Great get to the team. bottom of the ninth. Like you, I, I, I don't think you can recreate the intensity of those moments. Um, it's tough to recreate that in any other sport. But I feel like those are a little too few and far between for me personally to just well, yeah, because like it always happens during playoffs or World Series. I mean, yes. like, I mean, like if it's like, a re- yeah, because like if it's a regular season game, you know, like in the middle of summertime in you know Florida or whatever, like crowds, you know, like half there because it's so damn hot. It's like you know, like if you take that play and, and uh, put it then, it doesn't have the same impact as in the World Series, like in October oh, right. when you know, like everybody's you know eyeballs are. Well, I mean, not everybody's eyeballs on it, but yeah, it, it, and I, I feel like it was this time of year is tough for baseball. You know, if you look at ratings overall baseball ratings are kind of going down across the board, but I was wondering how this was going to come across 
just because everyone has been so focused on football, especially this year, because it was, you know, is it on, is it off? Plus last weekend was the first weekend of the big 10. Yeah. But I feel like it's been able to, I don't know. I I've been like, I was, I forget which football game I was watching, but I kept flipping back and forth and I, I feel like it's worked out. All right. And I think the product is, I'm kind of pulling for the Rays just because they have, I always like underdogs that have such low payrolls in baseball. Yeah. That kind of fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole Kershaw with his regular season dominance and how he just tends to fall apart in the playoffs, that's intriguing too. So I, it doesn't really matter to me. I, yeah. I, I hope it goes to game seven, which I guess the Rays need to win tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus the games are Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we make it to Thursday night football. God, so. so good. What's the shitty game this week? I haven't checked. It's the Panthers. Yeah. It's the Panthers oh. and the Falcons. Falcons, yeah. Oh, Again. Falcons. Falcons going to Falcon. Let's let's just go ahead and segue into Stock. NFL this weekend with, yeah. with that, gym. Let's start with the game last night on, on a Monday Night Football. Do we and, have to? Really? Well... <laughs> well, Rob, like I just want to just tell the audience what you texted us last night during that game about the uh, about going to dinner and oh, two nights in a row. Uh, you, uh, I, f- I said because I, I guess it was like it wasn't it was maybe midway through the second quarter. It wasn't or maybe just the beginning. It was just it was already just like so boring. The only thing I was looking forward to was just the exterior shots of the new L.A. stadium, which looks <laughs> it looked, so, looks so badass. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It does. <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's like after watching that Sunday night game, which was amazing, probably probably the best game I've seen. Yeah, from, from gun to so. gun, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this season so far. But yeah, it was like, you know, that was like having fillet for dinner on Sunday night, and then on Monday night, fucking Salisbury steak, you know, <laughs> hungry man, TV dinner. It was just just boring garbage football. Yeah. What you're gonna get? They can't. All the games can't be great. Yeah. Well, no, but like laying in bed last night. Yeah, I mean, like texting you guys. I was just like, I just want this game to be over with, just so I can go to sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it, yeah, and you're hoping, you're hoping, like, man, Foles, like he's 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 like he's wildly inconsistent, but you know, maybe he'll, maybe something will happen. Maybe you know, maybe we'll get in a shootout, or maybe there'll be some crazy turnover or something like that. But nothing. It just never happened. Then the Bears. So Robert Woods fumbles with what six or seven minutes left. Yeah. That was and the Bears scored exciting. touchdown. True, but it, then then the problem was like I was just getting ready to be like I'm gonna head to bed. I'll follow this on my phone, and then that was just enough to make me go, oh, "Okay, well this." I let, did the me, same. I'll keep it on for a little bit. <laughs> I was I was getting ready to dial up some Star Trek Discovery, and then I was like, eh, "Maybe it's I'll." It's bad. Yeah, I, I, Jared Goff. I was I forgot. I was going to text you guys this. If someone were to say, "Draw a photo of a C quarterback," <laughs> it would be Jared Goff. I I, I don't know. He, he may, I don't even know if I would, no, I don't, I don't feel like he ever makes any amazing throws. No. I feel like he makes some good throws. Like he had that kind of bad first season. And then the second season, he just went bonkers. Yeah. He was like, everybody's like, oh my God, he's, you know. And then it's been, and then it has been, it's been it C been, level. He misses wide open receiver. And maybe part of it is because his expression never changed. He's always just like, he's so mild mannered. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't show any emotion. Yeah. It's and they, like, and they oh, have, God, show something. Yeah. The Rams, I know they were nine and seven last year after the, the, was it, they were in the Super Bowl. Was that two years ago? Yeah. Two yeah. years ago. Um, if you want to call that a Super they, Bowl. <laughs> they still have, they have so many weapons. I just, I just feel like they should be, they should be better. Um, I didn't realize last night that their four, I guess they have five now, but up until then their four wins were all the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. So they had, and then they had lost to the, uh, to the bills, yeah, they lost uh, the bills. And, and the 49ers. So 49ers like I, I just want to take a moment to say and I know there we've still got almost half the season left to play but I, I'm gonna go ahead and eat my words again how are they with these with the amount of injuries I mean we all know that you know this Belichick Patriots team is probably not the best we've seen in years but still you're beating a Belichick you know Patriots team and they trounced them. yeah like yeah. soundly yeah soundly like I don't think it was ever really close yeah they have uh, depending on how the rest of the year goes, I think Shanahan has got to be up for coach of the year, at least if so he, far. If he, they gets, have so if he gets many them to injuries. like 10 and six and in the playoffs, then yeah, just give it to him. Yeah. Uh, Cause they've, I mean, you know, Mostert's out another injury for my fucking fantasy team. Well then the, uh, uh, but yeah, they're, and then, uh, they're Debo Samuel, uh, Debo Samuel. And then who's the, is it Wilson? The kind of, uh, uh backup running back. He got hurt. And the reason I know is because I started, is it, McKin- is it McKinnon or McKinnon. yeah, McKinnon. McKinnon. And 
I'm watching my fantasy score throughout the game and I'm like, why does he have zero points? He is backing up Mostert. Like he should be getting the majority of the carries. Well, I guess they didn't, they kind of went running back by committee and uh, that Wilson guy got, got hot. hot. And so they just fed him. Well, now he has a high ankle sprain and he's out for two or three weeks. So Jeez. McKinnon should be, should be ready to go. Yeah. The, the, the NFC West is awesome. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. that, that, that division, you know, I guess we could talk about the, the Cardinal Seahawks game. I, that, that is the best football game I've seen in a while. I mean, that was, that was unbelievable. The so, contrast of watching those two quarterbacks play. Well, yeah, this last night, right? Because last night on the, the Rams bears game, I mean like the whole time, like I was singing just whenever Foles or Goff just made like a shitty pass where like they should have, you know, like made the, they should have like thrown a better pass. You know, of course I'm just singing, well, I mean, Kyler Murray and, and, uh, and uh, like Russell Wilson, like would have made that throw last night. And like, I mean, like last night's game was just like, it was just a comparison to being like, it was like the exact opposite. Yeah, totally. It was just boring and lots of overthrown passes. Did you Ugh. guys see, I'm, I'm sure you saw, I can't remember if we sent it to each other, but the, the clip of Murray smiling when he sees, <laughs> yeah. when he sees hop out, when he knows he's got single coverage on, and it wasn't awful coverage. I think he just knew that and he didn't, he just grabbed, he just literally, he didn't even put his hands on the laces. He just, yeah, he just knew, just popped it he out just of his knew hand. he was going to catch it. Yeah. Um, plus the way that whole, that play, I don't know if you saw this, the way that play went down, they kind of were pretending like they didn't know what was going on. They were looking over to the sidelines and then kind of did a quick snap. I mean, it was both those coaches. I mean, I, I cannot stand Pete Carroll, but he's a fantastic coach and old Cliff, Cliff down in Arizona he's been awesome. It, it was, it was just a great game. I, I was so obviously so happy that the, the Cardinals pulled it out. At the I was end. about to say, gosh, like if the, uh, the Hawks would have won again after the Broncos yeah, ass kicking, that would yeah, have been after, tough to take. Oh, I, know. I was not in a good mood on Sunday. I think you guys asked me how you do, how you doing at some I point. I think that's at least like a once a week thing. Now we just ask, Hey Joey, just give us a, just a little wellness check. Hey, just give us just, a thumbs up if you're good. <laughs> just checking in. Yeah. But, um, so besides the, uh, Seahawks and Cardinals, which like, obviously like that was an, just like an amazing game. Uh, like what else kind of caught your eye this weekend? Um, I think the, uh, the Washington football team, I think what they're, what they've been doing is pretty impressive. I didn't watch. I watched mostly just highlights. First of all, the Ron Rivera story is, Oh yeah. God. I, I mean, yeah I've watched that a couple of times. I, yeah. I teared up. Oh, it's awesome, bit. man. The clip of him leaving the, leaving after his last treatment and getting to ring the bell. I just like what's going on there. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, they kind of have this team that is, is, is kind of pieced together. Um, I would love for them to win that division. I will say that the, I'm blanking on the guy that killed Andy Dalton with his cheap shot. That was rough. That yeah. was one of the worst ones I've seen in a while. Yeah. That was um, hard to watch. Oof. I feel like that would have any three of us, like we could take an NFL hit and we'd, it would, probably break our back or break our leg. I do think that we would have gotten killed from that hit. Absolutely. Cause Andy yeah. Dalton's a pretty, pretty big dude. Mm-hmm. And if you see the clip of him, them walking him to the side, it looks like he, he has no even, idea what yeah. where he is yeah. at all. Um, yeah. That, I, I don't know if the NFL should come down hard. That, that should be a, mm-hmm. uh, at least a one game suspension for that. That was pretty rough. But I also, I guess that was balanced by, it's been fun to see Washington football team have some good moments also because I just love that that's what they're called. God, I mean, I mean, I've let's dude, keep it, dude. I'm telling you, they should keep that name. Like it's awesome. And dude, I mean, like, I mean like their logo looks great too. I mean, like, yeah. you, like you see like in the end zone, it's like, okay. I mean, like it feels, well, to me, it feels like a, like a European soccer, but they'll you know, screw it up. They'll vibe. be like the, the Washington, you know, wingdings or something. They'll come up with some stupid. I actually like to be the Washington capitals, but, but have the other spelling of the capitals yeah. just so it's not oh the hockey gosh. team. <laughs> I'd be so bad. The Washington monuments. And it's just yeah. a, it's no, just I'm, a building. I'm at this point, just go with it. Just stay with yeah. the football team. It I looks great. It looks old school. Like the way the uniforms look. Yeah. That hit was brutal. Oof. What do you think God. of, uh, what's going on with Cam Newton? God, like like the, the Patriots should have beaten the Seahawks on that yeah. Sunday night game. when they had every opportunity to, they played well. I, I'm he a little well. bummed now because it's making the Broncos, win over the Pats that I was so stoked about. I was shut down Cam and it looked like Cam was a five-year-old right. throwing the football last weekend. So is that a bump in the road or? Yeah, I just, I don't think he's been the same, you know, since the car wreck. I can't remember how many years, was it was that like three years ago? Cause yeah, got, something like that. Like I remember what, like he got a car wreck, like over a bridge in Charlotte. Yeah. Or whatever. So I don't know. I just think he's, he's got some wear and tear on him and 
you know, it's starting to show he's, he's, his play is inconsistent and I don't know. I don't think he's shot. I don't think he's done, but I just don't, you know, he's been in the league a long time and he has been hit a lot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. Then like maybe, you know, like having the, or I mean, having COVID, like maybe it's kind of affecting his, you know, wind a little bit too. I mean, like you never know because Cameron is a dude that, I mean, I think like he kind of covers up what's really going on most of the time. So yeah, I mean, I have no idea. Like I think he's kind of, you know, like maybe covering something up or coming back. He just doesn't have any confidence in himself. You know, he also doesn't have, I mean, if you stop cam, you stop that offense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Edel- he has Edelman. no help around yeah. him. Like, Edelman's at all. been non-existent this year. Yeah. Um, well, first off, like it looks like Edelman just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Half the time. Yeah. You know, like you see him, you're just like, okay, well he, he looked like he was having a ball with Brady yeah. and everybody else, but now he's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Speaking of Brady, I, or maybe pay, he's just pains pissed. me to say, but yeah, the Bucks look scary. Yeah, I know. I mean, it looks like they're they made the Raiders. I actually thought, oh, this could be a pretty decent game after the Raiders beat the Chiefs, have a bye, you know, maybe have some momentum. And that was, yeah, they're going to be tough. Is the Saints Bucks game? Is Sunday it this night, week? Yeah, Sunday night game. Is it? Is it next? It's next Sunday, right? I thought it was next Sunday. Like I thought, I think the, it's, I thought the Bucks are playing the Giants this week. Yeah, because this Sunday is really it's terrible. It's like the Eagles. I thought Sunday night was Eagles Cowboys again, right? I think so. I hope they flex that one. <laughs> yeah. The they should just flex all NFC East games off primetime. Yeah, they should. God. Although the Daniel, the, the Giants Eagles game, which ended up being a decent game. Oh yeah. Can we the, talk about the, the Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones run? run? Like, can we talk about that? That was the most. <laughs> okay. And plus, okay. First off, I mean, like, we've all been there at some point, I think, because like you try to run as fast as you can. And past a certain point, you know, I mean, you're like your body is, or, well, I mean, like your upper body is still moving forward, but your legs can't keep up and just kind of like a small child at this point. But gosh, watching him, I mean, like, I mean, I felt so bad for him because I'm like, oh God, this is going to be, his teammates aren't going to let him live this down ever. Didn't you and feel neither it? will the internet, which is. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, how fast those memes were up and <laughs> yeah. uh, the one about uh, what's the one where he's, he's running. It's the, it's the, it's the graph. Is it when he falls? Is that their chances of winning? Yeah. <laughs> it just falls and drops off. It, it, is it just me or tell me if you guys felt this way too? When I was watching it, I actually thought he's going to, it looked like he was going to fall even before it was obvious that he did. There yeah. was just so, he was running so hard. You know, <laughs> he dude, he was getting down there, he man. Thought DK Metcalf was on his heels. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. God, that guy's fast. God, that was amazing. That was unexpected. I mean, like, I know he's a great athlete, but I've never thought of him as like a blazing speed guy. But to hunt down a freaking cornerback, yeah. And Buda Baker is fast. Yeah, I mean, that, he's that not was a, a no. He wasn't. You know, he wasn't taking dainty strides to the end zone. He was hauling. <laughs> he caught him. That yeah. was the only thing to take Collinsworth eye off of off of uh, Russell Wilson and uh, Pete Carroll for a minute. It's pretty annoying. <laughs> it's bad. I mean, I know I don't like those guys, but even I was texting with you guys and, and my brother who I hadn't even, he was like, what is Collinsworth deal with, with Russell Wilson? So it's like the, the Madden love affair with Brett Favre. It's like, I used to, I love John Madden, but I hated when they were, when he and Pat Summerall were calling Green Bay games because all he did was talk about Favre. All he did, it, it, it got, it got bad. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but it got annoying sometimes. His his absolute, and that's kind of how I feel it is with now. With well, it's been that way with with uh, Collinsworth. He just sits there and oh god, he's so great. I love him so much. There was a there was a the moment that killed me the worst where when he just started talking about he went on a whole thing about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and how positive they are. Oh yeah, they're just such positive guys. I've never been around people who are more positive. They just love life. I'm like, dude, let's just call the freaking game. Yeah, okay? right. Keep your fantasies to yourself. Slide let's, into their yeah. DMs. Save, <laughs> save it for the DMs, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you never hear Joe Buck talking about uh, Russell Wilson like that. I don't no. think. Or Troy. Uh, or Troy. How about hearing Joe Buck say, your tax dollars hard at oh, work. Yeah. Man, that, was, that, was, that made my week. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. I, I mean, loved that so much. And I also loved that Joe Buck, there was no like, you know, some people were outraged. There was no apology or anything. It was just like, I mean, he, I it's don't, like, I don't think. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nobody here. This are is, you, are we done? Cause I got a baseball game to call. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. 
Yeah, because I feel like whenever, uh, well, I mean, like, what was that pass uh, that I think like Matt Stafford made, like in, in uh, like one of the first couple weeks, where like he actually okay, sidearmed it, you know, like below to like a receiver, like ten yards downfield. Do you like imagine if 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 uh, Russell Wilson did that while Chris Collinsworth was oh, oh we, we, uh, commenting yeah. on the game? There would have been a ten minute exposition on yeah. how yeah, amazing clean up was. in the booth. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go on Pornhub to find Chris Collinsworth talking about Russell Wilson. Jeez. Sorry to anybody out there, but his head, it's true. Sorry to parents or children that listen to this, but his, his so Pornhub channel can be now. Here's a guy. Oh, now here's <laughs> a guy. And it's just like 14 now pages here's a guy. of Russell Wilson. Yeah. Just pick a year. Here's a guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm. Uh, but so Atlanta, that was, I just, I, I can't understand how it can continue to happen week after week. In new I ways. don't believe in curses. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe any of that that stuff. But the, I mean, you, you any girly, just take the ball, run a couple of yards and just fall down. Yeah. That's all you need to do. <laughs> so I have to admit that came on. That was the same time slot as the Denver game. I didn't watch any of it. You guys had been sending the memes and, you know, him laying there with the, with the lines around it. And it wasn't until <laughs> with the, line, yeah, with the lines, one guy, <laughs> with the one lineman putting his, you know, he knew, signaling he knew. the touchdown. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't uh, until later that night when I saw an actual highlight of it that I realized what happened, um, which, you know, is it, it's such a weird thing for players. Denver had this happen with Demarius Thomas like three or four years ago, where it was the same kind of thing. He should have fallen down, which I feel like it give players a little bit of a, a little bit of a free pass because it's such a weird thing to be like, don't, don't score, you know, just stop. That should be a coaching thing where it's like, Hey, this is the position we're in, get down there and then just fall down. But actually knowing what happened, what was there and watching him fall and then just kind of like, just, just kind of not even like a roll, just like he had too much momentum going and the ball just <laughs> broke yeah. the plane of the goal line. And granted, you know, the line still had to come down and score, but it's just Atlanta. Wow. I mean, yeah, a whole new way to, to lose. Yeah. So Dan Quinn gets fired. Of course, all the stuff still keeps happening. But how is Adam Gase not fired yet from the Jets Peter, still? Before we After, move on from Atlanta. I oh, have, oh, wait, hold on. I have, oh, to, sorry. I, have to, I have a quick thing that I have to read you guys. So when they were showing the highlights, they showed Arthur Blank on the sideline with his like hand, you know, his hands on his hips. And I was like, God, he looks like such a kid. What does he look like? <laughs> so I just went to Google and I typed in Arthur Blank looks like. <laughs> and this was the first thing that came up on the search. Arthur Blank's looks like a retired vampire who trains up and coming vampires so he can give back. I <laughs> absolutely lost it. So, but yeah, they were just showing like he was just standing there like with his hands on the hips, just looking incredibly menacingly so good. disapproving yeah. at his football team. And I just was like, God, he just, he looks like a Harry Potter character that, yeah, he that does. sells, you know, cursed items or something like that. So I, I just like, what does he look like? And that, and it didn't disappoint. That was the first he thing. He sells a cursed football team. <laughs> Where was Dan Quinn watching that? You think, was he oh, laughing? Oh, or, probably. Yeah, yeah. He had to be. I'd say so. Yeah. But, oh man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like Adam McGaze isn't fired yet still. Um, I played the Buffalo defense in my fancy or just like one of my fancy leagues this past week. And of course they didn't uh, disappoint 24 points. Just are still. Yeah. Did Darnold, Darnold played, didn't he? Yeah, he played. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think he threw like a pick and like they fumbled I one time too or something. 10 points. 10 points. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, like at this point, I think just like the Jets are just giving up because they want actually, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, just going back to last week, I gosh, I mean, if you have the number one pick, you have to trade it if you have Sam Darnold, right? You think so? Or you're, or you're trading Darnold, but then I would think you would try to get number one yeah. pick, then trade Darnold and then get all. Yeah. I mean, that's above they our won't. pay grade. They'll screw it up somehow. Yeah, they'll, true. they'll take him and pay him a lot of money and he'll be a bust or he'll get his knees broken. You know, very true. <laughs> what did you guys think of the, any thoughts on the, the Titans? Titan Steelers game. That was another good game. Yeah, it was. I was, it was on the same time as the saints game. So I was kind of jumping back and forth. I, I'm, you know what, just by records alone, Pittsburgh, obviously undefeated. They don't look unbeatable. Their defense is still great. Uh, I have Roethlisberger as one of my quarterbacks, but he's not and Grant, I know he's coming off of a, an injury and a surgery and, you know, didn't think he was going to play. And it had a conversion. Yeah. A faith conversion. He's <laughs> yeah. Not, he's not raping anymore. <laughs> So good for him, you know, that what whatever gets him through, but but like he's not, I mean, now. he's got he's got a healthy, really, really good elite wide receiving core. And he's got a great running back and a great defense, but they they don't look 
that defense looks menacing. It's it's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Even with Devin Bush gone. Uh, but second half, they can't, you know, Titans got back in it. I, I, you know, and, and the Titans, I can say, you know, again, they kind of, uh, they, obviously they didn't win the game and they, they made it interesting in the, in the second half. But like, that's my, my biggest thing about Tannehill. If, he, if he's going to take that next level to being an elite quarterback, you win those games. Cause that was a winnable game. Now, Goskowski missed the field goal, obviously. So that didn't get him to overtime, but they just, you know, they held the run game in check. I mean, you know, they figured out, okay, this is how you stop Henry. And, and, uh, you know, it just, they just look like the Titans when the Titans lose by three points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think that we'll have a new kicker some point this year? Oh, they're going to, if he does that again, I would say I'd, I'd, I'd done. Him. Yeah. I'd, but he has, hasn't, he's kicked a couple game winners, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's been, but week one, you know, this past yeah, week, they should have, I mean, they should have lost the Broncos. Was it four or five that he missed? I think it was three think it was field goals three and an field extra goals point. and an extra point. point. Yeah. That the I thought the, I thought Pittsburgh was going to win 45-3 after that first half. I mean, yeah, I knew you looked, guys were watching the other game, but I mean their defense looked Actually I wasn't watching. I was I was in rehearsal. They, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, from so what blessed. I saw in the first half, it was like, okay, maybe, you know, but when I kept flicking back and then after the halftime, I was like, whoa. Like they scored yeah. again. Like they're making it interesting. And then it was like, you know, now they're only down by three. And it was like, okay, what's AJ Brown is a beast. I actually, I, I picked him up a couple weeks into the, no, I guess I drafted him in my fantasy. Anyway, I didn't know much about him. I knew he was pretty solid, but that his touchdown on that crossing route I was mean, nice. He is, dude, mm-hmm. he is, he's their best player. They have a lot of weapons. I do think the, I mean, I, I love watching Derrick Henry run, but the Steelers, that is the blueprint to stop him. You know, if he, if he doesn't have, two, three, four yards of, of momentum going. He um, can't get going. He can't get going. I mean, they were, he probably got tackled for a loss at least four or five times during yeah, I think that game. he only got like 75 yards. Yeah. I mean, which it, is, it, that's a, that's a respectable day. This, you know, in this era of football, if you get 75 yards, but I mean, he should have, you know, he's been on a, a tear lately. He should have at least got a hundred. Did he even score? I don't think he did. Did he? No, no. Yeah. They look like, I, I, th- I think Pittsburgh is my, they look like the most, as talented as the Chiefs are, just overall sound. I know the Chiefs may be more fun to watch and 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 flashier, but Pittsburgh just looks pretty sound. And Tomlin again, just looking like a total badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had his aviators on, but his mask was the I think is it for breast cancer awareness or cancer awareness? Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of the the almost like hyper color, uh, whatever. What do you call that? Like paisley, you know, all the different colors. Oh yeah. He had one of those masks going on, just looking like. And then in his in his post game interviews, he just looks like he looks like he could play. Yeah, it looks like you're talking to a linebacker that just came off the field. Well, now is the uh, true test to see if teams copy the uh, the Pittsburgh template for defense, how to stop Derrick Henry. You know, because yeah, like this is the one game where I'm like, okay, well, if teams kind of figure it out and they kind of hold him, then I think the Titans are kind of beatable. Won't be like especially like when you have our our kicker just missing. Just yeah. easy and, points. And, and their yeah. O-line's banged up. Lawan's out for the year. You get up for those games, you don't. I mean, they they made it interesting towards the end and they could have gone to overtime, but man, that just, that was, that was like a Jeff Fisher blueprint game right there, you know, trying yeah. not to lose and then you do. Yeah. Well, like they didn't have uh, just extra practice time at uh, Montgomery Bell this weekend. Yeah. So I think Which that kind of, you know. Define, what was the fine? 350,000? Something like that. Yeah. Of course, Mike Florio was, God, I hate that guy. He was like, oh, it's going to be 10, sources say it's going to be $10 million and all this stuff. And it's like, <laughs> dude, it's, you know, it's basically they got fined what they would have gotten fined for not know, having not, masks. not having a mask on. Yeah. So. Yeah, Plus, I think they've already been punished enough. I mean, I would have been, honestly, I'm, it's a blessing that Denver didn't get them. I don't think they were really in the sweepstakes, but Jadavion Clowney, I mean, what is he, what are they paying him? Eight or $9 million. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's non-existent. Yeah. Vic yeah. Beasley is the same, you know, yeah, maybe he and Beasley have, have really done nothing. I mean, that is, that's frustrating. I think that is, um, especially in that first half when Roethlisberger, he just, he just had all day to throw back there. And I don't even care that much. I'd like to see the Titans win, but you see Clowney with his hair and everything, or, you know, we're used to seeing him make these amazing plays and, and then he, you know, do two or three plays and he signals to get, he's winded. He goes out. I'm like, I heard him talking on sports radio yesterday. Like his, I mean, all of his money is guaranteed. Like he's not going anywhere. He's yeah. going to be there. So it's either you just get frustrated and you sit him or you play him and hope that he starts making some plays eventually. But that he, he has been a huge disappointment. Yes. Yeah. So he's almost getting paid as much as Taysom Hill 
I will say Taysom, he did okay this weekend. He didn't disappoint me, but still, I I just don't want to. I woke up Sunday morning and my first thought was, if I see him, Breeze, and Jameis Winston on the same field together on some cockamamie wildcat play or something, I'm going to absolutely lose my fucking mind. That was the first (laughs) thing I thought of, but thankfully it didn't happen, but it's definitely, I feel like it's out there. It's like going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's going it, to happen one it's, week. It's in, it's in Peyton's cloud. You know, he's got it uploaded to some stupid playbook that he has for all that shit. Dude, if the Saints make it to the to the conference championship game, I think he's going to pull it up. Or the Super Bowl, one or the other. It's going to happen because you know, Sean oh, yeah. Payton and Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, watch out. I just, I don't hate the guy. I just don't want to <laughs> see him on the field. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at no. all. No, no. Only oh, for kickoffs. Let's make him special teams guy. Uh, do you think that Taysom Hill is going to have his own signature uh, arm sleeve? Like uh, God, I hope so. a compression sleeve one day. I hope so. Yeah. I, th- I, I love that. Did, I sent you guys the link of the Thomas Morstead when he yeah. showed up to the, <laughs> yeah. With, with what brown cookies yeah. or brownies? I guess he had brownies for, for Drew or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you guys don't have any questions for me. He's like, Oh yeah. I didn't even play today. So whatever. <laughs> I just showed up to give Drew's brownies. I love that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm done with Taysom. He just needs to just go. Just I'd, go I'd honestly rather see Jameis on the field. Yeah. If they're going to pull some kind of, you know, weird, you know, at least, you know, he's like twice as tall as Hill. He can just fall forward and get two yards. And he can know. throw it. Well, yeah. He can also throw fumbles too. Kind I mean, of. Throw um, interceptions too. Yeah. <laughs> on the Saints train. So Sanders has COVID. Yep. And Michael Thomas, another saying maybe another week. I don't know. Who the Is there like. Knows? Do you think there's any truth to the trade rumors? No, I know Peyton I, is saying there's not. There's not. And I think he, he I think they were trying to downplay because he did hurt his hamstring in practice last week. So I think they're just kind of downplaying. But yeah, he sounds like he was, it, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like slant boy was trying to maybe <laughs> do too much in practice. And he, you know, maybe his ego needs another week from uh, being called slant boy. Hey man, did he you know play? The, did he play? No, did he play no. one week or he hasn't played? He played week one, and that's when he okay. got hurt. He hasn't been yeah. back on the field yet. So he went injury, uh, punishment for fighting a teammate, right? That's what yeah. injury, punishment for that, and then another injury in practice. Yep. Okay. Great season. So for maybe we get already. him back. I thought. I don't know why I was... The door is creaking open. Taysom's pointing his head out. I know. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I'll be your slant boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pod damn it. Pod damn it. Pod damn it. All right, moving on. Uh, Joey told us a grand story that we can't put on the uh, pod because of, you know, COVID. COVID pur- purposes. It's on the IR. The story's on the COVID IR. But uh, yeah, pod damn it this week. I'll go. All right. Wait, hold um, on. Is this about the Broncos and the Chiefs? Oh, kind of, but it, it's it's bigger than that. Uh, is it about um, uh, microtellians? Uh, no. Okay. No. Continue. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty good story. Uh, can we have a little bit of NFL fans and I'm speaking to myself here. How about we try having a little bit of patience with a quarterback? And again, I'm preaching to myself because I don't have this. I think us, we as fans need to remember that a quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson or these guys that just hit the ground running, they don't have any rookie slumps. They don't have a sophomore slump. They may have a rough time here and there, rough game here and there. Those are so freaking few and far between. Drew Locke started four and one with the Broncos. Everyone was so stoked for him to start this year. And uh, he's one in three, one in two in games that he's finished completely. And people are ready to crucify him. They're like, John Elway sucks. You can't choose quarterbacks. Get this guy the hell out of here. Can we just chill the hell out for five freaking seconds? and let the guy play a season. It, it, it drives me crazy. And again, I'm looking in the mirror saying this to myself. Your options are, there's people in Denver right now that are calling out for Brett Rippon, who's made one NFL start and he threw three picks and beat the Jets barely, that he's a better option than Drew Locke right now. Like, it, it, it just kills me. The short-sightedness of a typical NFL fan, it kills me. And... I don't think people realize long-term that if you hit that reset button and you say, yep, he's not the answer, let's go to the draft, it, the whole freaking thing starts over. And I guarantee you it'll be the same shit with Trevor Lawrence unless he's one of those dudes that comes in complete with his hair flip 
and, and lights it up from day one, which he won't, especially if he goes to the Jets because that team is so freaking bad. Teams are going to have to be patient with him. I mean, look at Josh Rosen just got his ass ran out of town after one freaking year. So yeah. it worked out for the Cardinals because Kyler Murray has been amazing. Just be patient. At that position, the jump from college to the NFL at that position, I think more so than any other position in any sports, is such a big jump. You have to be patient. And you have to live with the results. And just shut up about it. I mean, let, you know, Drew Locke won a huge game in New England against the Patriots. Comes home and lays an egg against the Chiefs. Super Bowl winners. Give him a break. Let him see what we can do. I guess that was pretty much just about the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, it was about the Broncos. Yeah. Anyway, just be patient. Give freaking quarterbacks, give them, give them some time to see what they can do. Because otherwise you're just chasing your tail, trying to find that. It just, it won't work. Yeah. Pod damn it out. Pod damn it out. Uh, Rob, can I go? Yeah, go. Uh, yeah, I'll go. So my pod damn it is on uh, Carson Wentz. And this goes to any quarterback or whoever else that uh, feels super proud of themselves for uh, beating a really shitty football team. So uh, after the Thursday night game with the Eagles and the uh, the Giants, the Daniel Jones, uh, Randy Orton, RKO, uh, trip and fall, um, like I was watching the post-game uh, interview with Carson Wentz and they were talking to him about, oh yeah, well, Carson, just you know, just tell us how you feel about just winning this ball game. And he, and he just had like the biggest smile, just like the biggest like, oh yeah, we won. We're awesome. I'm like, dude, you beat the fucking Giants. You're in the worst, but just in the entire like, National Football League. And like, I just hate it like when these quarterbacks... You know, it's like, dude, you know, like, just don't gloat like you just won the Super Bowl. Just be down to earth. Well, yeah, uh, we beat a team. Yeah, cool. I mean, you're happy. Great. You won a game, but just don't like gloat like you just, you know, won the entire fucking thing. Also, like whenever quarterbacks uh, do some sort of, well, I mean, like quarterbacks, you know, like wideouts, like whoever scores a touchdown or scores a point, it's like whenever they you know, do this like elaborate celebration, but your team's still down by like 21 points. That's kind of like my version of that in terms of like a post-game like interview with Carson Wentz for, a, you know, just beating the shitty Giants. So just have some, I mean, like just have some wherewithal, you know, kind of be more down to earth. Be like, yeah, you know, great. Yeah, we beat the Giants. Don't call them a great football team at the end because they're not. So just at least, you know, have some wherewithal. Yeah, cool. Like we won the game. It's hard to win games in the NFL. I get it. But man, just don't, yeah, just don't act like you won the Super Bowl after the game. Just have this big smile on your face. Oh yeah, we did it. It's like the cornerback equivalent of a receiver dropping a wide open pass. And, and the quarterback cor- be like, no! The cornerback jumps up and just <laughs> yeah. waves his finger and, and shakes his head. Yeah. Totally, yeah. So yeah, that's my pod, damn it. Yeah, Carson Wentz, new team still sucks. So. <laughs> well, my pod, damn it, is football related, but it's college football. Sorry, I'm like, cannot get this pollen situation in my throat. Do you have control. Do you have COVID, Rob? No. Thank I you. I wish I did. That would, <laughs> it, it would probably be easier to get rid of than this, this full on assault by the Tennessee pollen. It, yeah. It's been pretty terrible this year. So my pod damn it goes out to the NCAA rules committee for American college football. They actually did this a couple of years ago, but. Oh, is this about Lane Kiffin? You're doing Lane Kiffin? No, no. I'm not oh, doing okay. Lane Kiffin, which that whole story is hilarious and we should probably. Oh yeah. We'll talk about it really we'll quick talk about after it. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it does involve kickoffs though. Um, okay. so they changed the rule a couple of years ago with the fair catch. So now basically the rule is a player can fair catch the ball anywhere inside of the 25 yard line, signal for it, catch the ball, ball comes out to the 25. And I understand, you know, we, we live in an era where they're trying to protect the players and, you know, I, I don't know what the statistical, uh, Evidence is behind, you know, that play being, you know, where most concussions were happening. But um, it just visually bothers the fuck out of me to watch those guys. And for some reason, I can't, I know it's the rule, but when they catch the ball, they fair catch it and they just, they'll catch the ball in the 15 and then they blow the whistle. And it's just like, either let the ball go into the end zone. I, I, it just, I don't know. It just looks wrong to me. I can't, every, I, I saw it a, a bunch this weekend. I watched the um, the uh, the LSU and uh, South Carolina game, and it's just like it just I can't get used to it visually of watching those guys just catch a ball at the ten or the fifteen, and they just drop it on the ground and they just walk to the end zone, to sideline. It just does it bother anyone else? That I don't like. It's that. odd. Yeah, it's very very odd. Um, and then you see a situation <laughs> where this is kind of I guess a second part. It just came to mind. 
where Jalen um, Jalen Waddle takes the ball out. Uh, he's a wide receiver for Alabama and takes the ball out. What's like three or four yards in the end zone. Now I don't know what he was seeing up the field because he got hit pretty soon. Like I don't think he got five yards yeah. out of the out of the end zone when he got hit, and then he got dragged down. And he the guy rolled on his ankle, and he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> to which Saban at halftime is like. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have done that. I mean, I don't know why you want to take a ball. And it's like, well, there's a rule there to protect players from things like that happening. But you can't protect a player on every play because it's a game of violence. You're going to have people who are going to get injured. Weird, as we've seen, you know, this year, even this weekend, it seems to keep happening. These weird freak accidents, you know, uh, OBJ's out now from trying to tackle a guy on an interception or a fumble. I can't remember. But like, it's just like that rule I understand it's there to protect players, but it just, it makes, it just makes the game look bad to me. Yeah. It looks awkward. It looks weird. It's like, just, just let the ball go to the end zone. Or, or can we just not do that anymore? Because you're going to have players like Jalen Waddle. They're going to say, fuck that. I'm going to take the ball out. Take it. Well, you know, if they, if they want to, if these kids want to get played, if they want to get paid and get treated by, you know, like pro players, then let's start making the rules, you know, obviously there's a, a rule for that. And, but I, I don't know. I just, I hate that rule. It bothered me from the very get go, but I just, it seems like I'm more aware of it now. It just seems like it's happening more and more. And those guys catch a ball at the 20 yard line. And it's like, fuck, run it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, run it, you know, and, and it's, and it's also towards the players too. It's like, well, dude, if you're at the 20 yard line and you've, you've got five or 10 yards in front of you, why are you calling a fair catch? Yeah. I know you're going to get bitched at by your, you know, your coaches and stuff, but like, dude, did you, did you sign up to, to, to fair catch the ball? Did you sign up to play? I don't know that it, it, it's, it's kind of a weird point to make, but it's just, I really hate that, that rule. It just bugs the hell out of me. And Nick Saban gets a, gets a side pod. Damn it. For, for throwing shade at his player. Who's kind of missing <laughs> well, the rest of the well, I mean, I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to take ball out three yards in the end zone. Like, thanks Nick. Hope he has Affleck. <laughs> yeah. So pod, damn it. And NCAA fair catch rule. I'm against it. Oh, plus like also a side pod, damn it for, uh, for Lane Kiffin. So, so like if anybody didn't catch this Lane Kiffin criticized the officials after the game, the NCAA says, yeah, you're right. You know, like it was a bad call, but then they still find Lane Kiffin here's a fine. for calling him yeah. out, which is, which is unreal. <laughs> and that's another rule that I don't quite understand. It's like during the game, you can scream and yeah, obviously you can't, you know, question a, a ref's ancestry or, you know, curse at him <laughs> and stuff like that, but you can get, you know, I've seen, we've all seen Saban. We've all seen, you know, you know, coaches get, get up in ref's faces. I don't understand what the big deal is about what are, what kind of honor or what kind of code are we trying to uphold by not having coaches criticize the referees. Yeah. Like what, what is that? What is that? What are we protecting? Is there some, it's like, especially in this day and age where everyone has social media, you know, coaches and fans, that just seems ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. If you want to, if you want to be able to, to, uh, and of course it's the NCAA and they have a lot of stupid rules, but it just seems like, man, if you want to criticize somebody an oppressor or on Twitter, as long as you're not, you know, promoting violence or against that, that ref or his family or something like that. If you, if you want to get, you know, if you want to get down on somebody for, for not doing their job correctly, which they admitted they did not do their exactly, job. Exactly. Yeah. I don't see why you should be fined. Yeah. Because you know, these coaches are just giving the referees hell on the field and yeah, obviously the cameras are catching it because yeah, you I'll, see it. I mean, I've been watching football for 40 plus fucking years and I've seen some, I've read the lips on these guys. I've watched pro and college co coaches do it for years. And it's yeah. like, so what, but when they it's do it okay in, a press in the game, but like, yeah. but if a guy wants to say, man, these, these guys really screwed up. It's like, I, I don't know what kind who's what, what honor and integrity we're, we're, you know, we're yeah. protecting here. And plus like in a press conference, they actually have a more like calm demeanor talking about it after the fact. And then that's what they get fined for. Not, you know, dropping F bombs on the refs on right. the field. Yep. You know, yep. just like right then. So yeah, it seems ridiculous to me. So yeah, gosh, well, is there anything y'all want to cover? I don't know. Big Ten's back, well. but does anybody care? Although that Penn State Indiana game, yeah, that, that was, was a great, good game. Yeah, that was the only really. Good I'm still super annoyed at the. I was looking at the rankings when they came out on Sunday. Like Michigan was like 18. Yeah, watching people game, just yeah. jump up. It, you know, like they're one. I mean, it's that. That's kind of stupid, but 
I think does the Rutgers too. I think Pac-12 starts. It's either this weekend or next weekend. I think Christmas Day actually. It's one. <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's next Easter. They're yeah. taking the UT chat route. They're going to play one game and then play next summer. I just like having those, um, the later games on mm-hmm. so you can watch it, oh, fall, yeah. fall asleep to it. Watching well, Hawaii. And you guys ever Colorado do the, State. when you're, I watch a lot of football, most football on our TV kind of in the living room. Oh, do you have and, that futon yet in that room? No. Yeah. Where's the futon? Here, here's the final update on the futon. It's been four. Actually, I think you you said something about it. Is this on, one of those on, COVID on related things? It came. Be patient. Okay. So it came. This is how unforgettable or this is how forgettable the, that futon was. And I am speaking of it in the past tense. <laughs> I got it. I put it together, which was only the legs. Um, and as soon as I, as soon as I set it up, I knew that, number one, there's no way that my wife is going to, this is not going to stay in our house. And I sat on it and I'm not a big, I, I can sit in things and be like, that's not super comfortable. This was like just sitting on two pieces of plywood. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. And then, you know, kind of laid out in a bed. It was faux black leather, so it kind of looked okay. Yeah. But then I laid it down and I tried to lay in the bed and I'm like, I, I don't think I could av- ask anybody that I know or care about to sleep in this. Like everybody <laughs> would choose the floor. Yeah. And it was only about six inches off the ground. So it was so much lower than the other couch down there that it just looked... Horrible. So I saved the packaging because I knew this is going back. Bryn was out of town when she got home. Um, Settle the futon came. How is it? And I said, I'm trying to be positive. I'm like, oh, it's, it, it, it'll work for, you know, the basement, something to sit on and watch the game. And we walked around. I should have filmed her. We walked around the corner. As soon as she looked at it, I knew there's no way. <laughs> and she said, is it comfortable? And I said, it's not too bad. And she sat down and almost started laughing because it was so, <laughs> it's just how bad it was. And for something that big to to ship it back, it was like fifty dollar restocking fee, pay for your own shipping. I'm like, I'm gonna lose a hundred dollars on this thing. So I sold it on Facebook Marketplace for what I paid for it. So there's still nothing down there. And we actually got an argument about because I wanted to get a small um like a, a love seat to mm-hmm. to put down there. And Bryn's like, this the other one's too old. We would need to get two of them. And I'm like so then I was just like, oh, we're not, we're never going to put anything down there. Cause you can't get a, I think I, did I tell you about how you can't fit a sectional in there? Right. Yeah. And I got a hold of the owner and they said they actually ha- hired someone to take it apart. They had to take the oh, arm really? off of it and then restitch it. That's how huh. tight though. The it's so no futon. It came, it left, it's been sold. Wow. So I watch football on the main floor. But what I was going to say is when you start, <laughs> <clears throat> when you start falling asleep, you guys do the thing where you know that you're going to fall asleep, but you're like, I'm not going to turn off the TV. I'm just going to kind of just lay on this pillow for a little while. And, oh, then yeah. you, and then you wake up for maybe five minutes and it's the best late night football falling asleep is the best. Yeah. yeah I look forward to uh, the, the rankings thing and we can talk about this next week. Cause I think it'll get, the, it'll get a little bit more ridiculous, but the thing that I kind of set my watch to every year is, is like, uh, I, my other like irrational dislike of a team goes towards Notre Dame. I just don't understand how they get overvalued every year. Well, guess what, Notre Dame? You get to play Clemson next week. Yep. <laughs> now we're going to see. If, oh, is that this Saturday? Next. Okay. Not this Saturday. Oh, yeah. That'll week, be Saturday. Week from yeah. Saturday. So we will see. And somebody, I think, on Unnecessary Roughness or some podcast was saying, oh, they're going to. Yeah, they're going to smoke Clemson. They're, this is this is the year for Notre Dame. Wait, ser- seriously? Notre we Dame say was? this. Oh God, we say this every year. It's like, oh man, they always get these five star recruits and blah blah blah. And every fucking year, they lose to like Navy. Like, what do they have? Clemson. They have Rudy coming in or something. Field dress yeah. them. Did I mean? And granted, they played a pretty good Syracuse team. Syracuse had it. They, 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 they had hung it with them for a minute. But no. I, I just do not see anybody beating Clemson this year. Alabama. Included. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, they, they just look unstoppable. So yeah, we shall see. I cannot wait to see because you could like, you could set your watch to it. They get in the top 10 every year and then, you know, and, and it pisses me off too. This is probably more that should be said about this, but so they've been independent all these years. I guess they still kind of technically are, even though they've, they play the, so they, they partner up with the ACC. Yeah. How pussy is that? You're in <laughs> big 10 country. You're one of your biggest games traditionally has been playing. Michigan, you got rid of that game, mm-hmm. you know, and now you have USC, you know, and now, okay, now, okay, now you've, now you get to play Clemson every year. 
you enjoy that. Yep. Let's, let's see how that goes. So, well, not every year, but you know, whatever teams they choose to play from the ACC. And that's the thing they can, I guess they can kind of cherry pick that, but it just, it just, they bother me. It's like, it's not 1965 anymore. We're not, yeah. is it ringing out the echoes? It's like Lou Holtz. how they yeah. have this. No, I don't Montana. know where this fan yeah. base is. I know two Notre Dame fans. Yeah. yeah. And I know a They're, lot of football fans. Yeah. yeah. Actually, like, I don't think I've met a Notre Dame fan in Nashville. Well, I've, I've, I know, first time, like I saw Golden Tate play golf one time, but he was terrible. But other than that, yeah. So let's. I, I, I'm going to anxiously, anxiously await that that game next week. I will watch that with with much with, with much enjoyment because it's going to be a fucking field dressing. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think touchdown Jesus can save uh, uh, Notre Dame, and it's no. at Notre Dame too. It's not. Oh, really? It's not in Clemson. So, guess we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that wraps up this week's episode of One More Pass at One More Pass on Instagram at One More Pass on Twitter. Rate, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, yeah, do you have any parting words to our past receivers? If you haven't already, go vote. <laughs> go vote. I voted this weekend. Good job, Rob. Another way, yep. Nice. Hell yeah. My voting's done. Joey's voting's done. Go vote. Yeah, go if vote. You're, uh, if you're listening in Tennessee, it's, uh, I think Thursday's the last day for early voting. If you're up in uh, Pennsylvania, apparently there's some dude like putting a, you know, like official uh, ballot box on trash cans or whatever. So watch out for that. I saw that this morning. It's really fucked up, but, but yeah, y'all, y'all have anything else besides go vote? No, no. All right. Go saints, go tigers, go Panthers. Oh, God, Panthers. We'll see you next week.